Well, hello, friends, and welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where a growing number of leaders are becoming more and more convinced that being resilient as a leader is not just a good idea, it's absolutely required. It is something that we're passionate about here. I'm your host, J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. If you've been listening for the last 104 episodes, thank you. We're grateful for this growing community. And at the same time, if you're new with us, we're so glad that you're here. Recently, I was reading about stress, and I learned that there are two forms of stress. There's bad stress, called more specifically distress, and there's also good stress, called eustress, you as in the prefix EU, like when we give a eulogy at a funeral, we are giving good words, or it's a good study of someone's life during a funeral. So eustress is important. To understand resilience, we have to understand the reality of both distress and stress. A large amount of continued distress, of course, over a long period of time is unsustainable and destructive. But stress can be healthy. It's what pushes us and stretches us and challenges us. I think of something I heard from Serena Williams, the great tennis star. And when she was interviewed in a post-game interview after one of her tennis tournaments, she said, pressure is a privilege. The fans in the stands Uh, watching don't feel the stress and the pressure that she's under on the court, but neither are they on the court striving for an open title. Eustress is pressure as a privilege. So when we say that we want a stress-free leadership environment, that's not only irresponsible, it's also unhelpful. We need stress in our lives. We just need the proper amount of stress. We need to learn to adapt and respond to distress and also have breaks from it, as well as to be pushed and challenged under eustress. Pressure is a privilege. Now, speaking of stress, if you've been with us for a while, you may remember back in episode 47, I talked about my friend Todd Bolsinger's new book titled Tempered Resilience, How Leaders Are Formed in the Crucible of Change. Let me encourage you to go back into the archives and listen to episode 47 again for a refresher. Now, the metaphor that Todd uses throughout the book is that of working in a blacksmith's shop. And And he uses the word tempered to describe resilient leadership. If you have tempered steel or tempered glass, but specifically with tempered steel, it means that it is perfectly balanced at the midpoint between being too soft to be useful as a tool and too brittle that the tool will break through hard use. Think about it. Blacksmithing is one of the only professions where you make the tools you use in your work by doing your work. The tools you make in a blacksmith shop hammers, anvils, etc., are the tools you use by which you make other hammers, anvils, etc. It's a bit mind-bending. But to temper describes the process of heating, holding, hammering, cooling, and reheating that adds stress to raw iron until it becomes a glistening knife blade or a chisel tip. Now, this is both distress and eustress working together to form something that is both strong and resilient in balance with one another. It also describes the process by which bending the right ingredients and blending the right ingredients of raw materials brings about something greater than the sum of its parts. Isn't that what leadership feels like, especially in this new reality? Heating, holding, hammering, cooling, reheating, adding stress, and then repeating? Thus, tempering a leader, Todd writes, is the process of reflection, relationships, and practices during the act of leading that form resilience to continue leading when the resistance is at its highest. It includes vulnerable self-reflection, the safety of relationships, and specific spiritual practices and leadership skills in a rhythm of both work and rest. 
Now, I want to dig into this a little bit further because back in May, Todd and I hosted a three-week online learning cohort on growing as a resilient leader. During that time, Todd shared something that has remained with me. He said that if leaders are to become resilient and grow in our resiliency, then we need to have regular spiritual practices that help. And he shared four of them. First, he said was teachability. It's where we ask, what can I try that I'm really bad at? It's one of the reasons why Todd started the blacksmithing class that he went to, because he realized he didn't know anything about it. And he wanted to learn how to do it. It was Zig Ziglar who said, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly until you can learn to do it well. Can we engage in something or several things where we are not the expert, where we have not mastered the skill of something and learned how to do it and then eventually learn to do it? In our coaching ethos at Kairos Partnerships, we talk about being fat and hungry, the acronym FAT, Faithful, Available, Teachable, and Hungry. If teachability is not present, we tell the leaders that ask for coaching, we simply say, we have good news and bad news. Good news is you probably need a coach. The bad news is we're not going to be coaching you because we don't see evidence of teachability. The spiritual practice of teachability that Todd talks about is huge. The second practice, he said, is that we need attunement or congruence. This is where we engage in reflective practices. Things like thinking while walking or journaling or prayer or silence and solitude. This helps us become attuned and to reflect on what is most important to us. Why are we doing this? What is the purpose? Is what I'm doing aligning with what I care most about? The third practice he talked about is adaptability. Now, this is a word that we've talked about a lot on this podcast. Adaptability is increasing our resilience muscle. By working down the weight bench, we may need to start with a two-pound dumbbell, and that's okay. But the goal is that we keep working that resilience muscle, and we keep working it until we can do five pounds or 10 pounds, 15, 25, maybe even 50-pound dumbbells. Adaptability is so important. And lastly, Todd said, the fourth spiritual practice we need to cultivate is around tenacity. You could call this holy stubbornness, being resolute. Committing to something, whether you feel like it or not, pressing on, persevering, pushing through until you get to the other side. Now, in addition to these four spiritual practices, Todd offered the sage advice of being engaged in rhythms of rest and stress. This is similar to interval workouts, where you push really hard for a short burst, a short amount of space and time, and then you rest. Then an intense workout for a short time, and then you rest again. We need these interval trainings when it comes to being engaged in rhythms of stress and rest. Now, lastly, Todd offered that we should be in rhythms where we are leading and not leading. Can you find times, leader, where you are leading and where you can take a break from leading? This could include leaving your computer at the office at night or on the weekends. And so you can have a break. Or it could include making sure that you take all of your vacation time that's allotted to you. Or letting someone else on your team lead the meeting this week so you can simply be among the team. There are a number of ways in which you can do this. I want to say thanks to Todd for his work on resilience and the great book, Tempered Resilience. I highly recommend this book. I'll put the link in the show notes if you want to read more about it with Todd and his book. But I just want to remind you again, the four practices Number one is teachability. Number two is attunement. Three is adaptability. And last is to cultivate tenacity. 
Well, thanks for joining me today. And thanks to Joel and Bowen, as always, at On a Limb Productions. Joel produces all the episodes of this podcast. Bravo, Joel. You continue to do a great job. So thank you. To know more about Joel and his great work of both videos and podcast production, go to onalimproductions.com. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, cultivate the spiritual practices of teachability, attunement, adaptability, and tenacity so you can engage in rhythms of stress and rest, leading and not leading. You'll be better for it, and so will the people around you. Remember, pressure is a privilege. Have a great week.